Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It was a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDPY warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently reside at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, up on the penthouse suite of this beautiful, giant monstrosity of a tower. And if I climb up, And if I look straight ahead to the Great White North on top of Mount Ontario, there was some bad news this week in Canada. Apparently, they had the beaver come out of its hole and it saw its shadow, which means it's got 10 more months of winter up there in Canada. So they're currently covered with snow. Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm cold, but I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) Oh. Well, see, down here in the in the states, we're forced to stay inside. Up there, you're it's business as usual. You go outside, you freeze anyway. So you you have to right? stay inside anyway. So we're uh, we're sure. managing. But um, all right, let's talk about this for a second. We got a special new segment here on the DDPY, uh, the radio show here. And Crystal came up with an awesome idea. And we have such a vast group of people who do DDPY and we usually kind of keep people in the same age range, like, you know, at my age or older, or I don't think there is any older, but you wanted to kind of do the, the youth movement of the DDPY radio and kind of uh, dig into the community and find some members that are, uh, you know, younger, the next generation of DDPY warriors who are coming up and, you know, really just tearing it up right now. And, uh, when you go to look for the DPY Warriors, you look within the family first because we got Aranitra here, the one and only everyone knows Aranitra. And uh, Crystal, uh, why don't you introduce yeah. our guest today and, and let me know how did you uh, make the choice of all the people to, to bring on here tonight? You found one special one to kick off the show. Man, you know, it's never easy when you are tasked to go into such a vast pond of people and try and pull people out of said pond to spotlight on the show. It's always, it's always a challenge, but Shanti is um, really special and I love her. And, you know, she has been through a whole lot of challenges, but she does it with a smile on her face and she's Aranitra's daughter. So, you know, that's bound to rub off. So the, the the gist of all of this was that, you know, so many of us 
are subjected to doing DDP yoga. But, you know, we're all stuck in the house right now. We're all on, you know, lockdown or, you know, we're secluded from our routines, from our jobs, from whatever the case would be. And we're home with the kids. So what do we do? And, you know, this is one of those positive habits rubs off on everyone. So this is what got me thinking. And I thought it would just be a really cool segment to highlight. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, do you like to be called uh, Shunti? Is that what you're, you go by? Yes, it is. That's why I go by. All That's right. Well, welcome. Difficult. <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to the show. We Thanks appreciate it. So yeah, yeah. We got Thanks a lot. To, we got a lot. To, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. My, my lag is terrible over here. I didn't mean to jump on top of you right there. Um but we do appreciate you coming on, and, and I know that uh, you've been around the community, you've been around people, the DDPY people for a long time. Uh, but you got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I hear you're an actress. Uh, you got a lot of stuff going on in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, first things first, how you uh, doing hanging out, you know, in this quarantine era as a as a 15 year old kid? You know, it's, it's I probably crazy. I would have blasted the walls by now. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I'm used to going out, you know, and stuff and you know usually my friends come over and stuff and spend the weekend so it's it's crazy so it's like I'm ready to go out and do something <laughs> it's going crazy up in here <laughs> no, I hear you I hear you so well first of all let's let's start uh, where where you started with the DDPY and then we'll kind of branch out when did you first uh, hear about the the program I know your mom's been involved for a while but uh, when was your first experience with DDPY? Um, actually, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, so, you know, I always follow, you know, my favorite wrestlers around, you know, like what they do and stuff. So, really, um, I found out that Scott Hall and Jake Snake was doing it, and then I found out Dallas, you know, was the one that was doing the uh, yoga program. Excuse me, give you yoga. <laughs> and, so, and so I was like, you know, this would be, you know, great. So then I tried to get my mom to do it, and, you know, she was like, yeah, whatever. I really just wanted her to do it so I can be Dallas. Like, that was it. But um, <laughs> so, you know, I I really found out, you know, through watching, just really, like, like researching Jake and Scott, and then that came up, you know, about Dallas and the um, program. So that's really how I found out. So I just found that by really like looking them up, like just searching around, just goofing off. I have nothing to do. <laughs> uh, I I got you, but you know you have a heck of a story. You know you you've had some challenges in your life. You've come a long way, and you're, you know, you fought an uphill battle. And and, and I know that DDP is 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 huge into those stories. Some people who can pull themselves up and uh, really just uh, you know blast through their challenges and and their struggles, um, you know, talk about, uh, you know, some of the things you've, you've been through. I know you've had some, some challenging times and challenging stories, and you are what we, you know, call the DDPY warrior because you can't be a warrior unless you've beaten some tough battles. So uh, so what's your story? Fill us in. Well, um, you know, I have scoliosis, which that means, like, my, my spine isn't, like, just straight. It's curved. So... I never 
like when I was young, when I was younger, I should say, I never stood up straight. My like I'd be curved over to the side, whatever. And so basically, my um, my doctor, my side doctor, had came up with this idea of putting groin rods in my back, which basically they are bots that go with me, and then um, so it helped me strain up my back, which I got. I got that surgery done when I was nine, so that was in what two thousand. I don't know. You want me to do math? <laughs> two thousand <laughs> something. <laughs> so I was nine. Six so, years ago. Yeah, six years ago. So whatever year that was. Um, <laughs> two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And so that that was basically what's going on. So you know, and I also have um, I also have um asthma so with my spine my spine was like on top of my lungs so it was making me hard to breathe and stuff making it hard to do things so they decided to do the surgery and my mom was very worried I'm like lady be quiet because <laughs> I was like this is going to get over with let's get it done I'll be okay you know I kind of this fine so then you know we did the surgery and I'm I'm good. I feel better than ever because it's like it's very really different. It's like a it's like a new life, and I can do more things than I could do when I, you know, before the surgery, you know, before all this crazy stuff happened. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's really that's, yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's a lot to go that's a lot to go through and, and, you know, obviously, you know, there's some surgeries that you get just to kind of, you know, get, and then there's some to change your life. And, you know, the recovery process must've been a really hard time, you know, as, as much as you know, you're doing this for a better life. Uh, it must've been pretty frustrating at times to recover from such a significant surgery like that. Yes. Yes, it was because, you know, it was like a lot of things to it, like, will I be able to walk again and things like that. So, you know, I didn't really think of it, you know, because a lot of people, after they have surgery or doing the surgery before, they think very negatively, like, what if, what if, what if? I was like, you know what, forget about what if. This is going to get over it, you know. I'm going to come out of this fine. And so, really, like, after the surgery, like, recovery, you know, really, you just got to spend the hard work. And, like, even though you know that, Recovery probably not gonna be a hundred percent. You know, ain't like I, I never thought that after surgery I'm gonna jump right out of the bed. I knew it's gonna take time. So yeah, recovery was hard, but at the same time, it's like you have people behind you. You gotta support yourself. You gotta motivate yourself. So you gotta keep moving, even though in the back of your mind you're probably thinking, "What if this happens?" and blah blah blah. But you know, you just gotta push through it. So, Shanti, do you have any mobility problems now? Um, not really. Um, no? You know, not not really, but sometimes my hip will hurt every now and then, but that's just because, I don't know, I, I guess I'm getting old. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an old woman. I'm almost <laughs> wow. What? So, um, sometimes, like when she take my class, well, when it's not a sweat and swear, well, <laughs> that's right. When she take, when she take my regular classes, 
she was saying that, you know, some some things we do open up her hip and it make it feel like it helps. It helps it out. I guess it's oh, does like it? a lot of, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I guess it's I guess it's like her own like own like squat tissue whatever there and yep um so I I guess I, I open it up when I do whatever crazy stuff she come up with uh, <laughs> her and Dallas and Christina and King and Gary and other people whenever they come up with something crazy I've never seen before. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So I got I gotta ask you. So b- before the surgery, you probably had an idea of some stuff you wanted when you got out of surgery, some stuff you wanted to accomplish. So I could ask you two things. What is one thing you did out of surgery that since you had the surgery that you did that you were either looking forward to or had a goal to do? One that you accomplished, and one that you may not have accomplished yet, but are looking to and are going to. If we have anything to say about it. So two goals, Ooh, one accomplished, one yet to be. He asking some difficult questions here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see here, the one that I accomplished, really walking, you know, uh, I thought that was going to be very hard because, you know, your spine controls everything. So, yep. so you know, like walking, I was like, okay, you know, like, what, like, how long is it going to take me to, you know, walk again? Because, you know, you hear different stuff. It's like, oh, it's going to be this long to walk again, all this different stuff. So, really, the walking was, like, something that I was glad that I can do again. It, it wasn't hard. Honestly, something that I haven't accomplished. And I want to note, she did it the next day, and um, her nurse, because the nurse, well, the physical therapist yeah. come and walk them every day, you know, everyone that had the surgery. And, um, the nurse was like, you, out of my nine years, you are the toughest uh, kid that I've had that ever had this surgery. She said, you've walked the longest, and you've done more stairs than any other. Because they have to do at least two, and she did, was it four? Yeah. She did four. So you have to go up and down at least two, and she actually did four. And she walked for over 20 minutes, and then most do at least up to 10. Right. So her next day after surgery was pretty, it was pretty good. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so let's see something. Probably running. Um, I know it might sound stupid, but, you know, running because, like, like I said earlier, my hips. So, like, if I run for a very long time or, you know, whatever, my hips start to hurt. So probably running is probably something that, you know, I need to accomplish that I haven't accomplished yet. It's very hard. I know it probably sounds stupid, but I don't think you said yet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so, first of all, I got to say that's amazing. The fact you were up the next day was crazy. I banged my toe last week on the coffee table, and I literally made my (laughs) wife bring me a bell so I could ring for service because I didn't stand up. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> My two students just wasn't doing that just to get services. <laughs> I made my uh, uh, <laughs> made my wife reheat my lunch. It's a little bit chilly now. Can you please bring it back and reheat? It? Oh my! That's another. That that that's amazing. And so no. Now tell me, because we had your mom on, you know, recently, and, and, and of course we, she talked about the stuff she's done. She's done some cool acting gigs and, you know, been on some big movie sets and stuff, and that, that's pretty awesome. 
now we got the next generation of uh, of actors in the family. So how did you kind of stumble your way into it, and when did you kind of find it was a passion for you and something you wanted to pursue? Um, with my mom, and then she wanted to do that, to do acting, and uh, so I was in some of her um, films, uh, some of the stuff that she written, quote, and then, you know, we moved to Georgia, you know, it was really for her because she wanted, you know, to do the acting stuff. So, um, you know, eventually me and my brother was like, well, you know, let's just, you know, try it out. And so um, we tried it out and we liked it. You know, it was was very fun. We met some new people, um, some people that is more than friends now, they're family, and they is doing the acting thing just like us and, Acting is um very very hard. <laughs> it might seem easy, but it's very hard. You very you work very long days and you gotta remember stuff. It's insane. <laughs> it's not it's not as easy as it looks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, I did a commercial, a Dairy Queen commercial, and I seen AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles is my favorite wrestler right now. Um, for people that don't know that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I love AJ Styles, and um, I, I did a commercial with him, and you know, I, I did some other movies, you know, like Hidden Figures and um, The Hidden Figures. Oh my God, Fifth Wave. Um, a lot of movies. <laughs> um, oh my Queen. Um, Queen. Queen. Something about Stephen McQueen. Stephen McQueen. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. Uh. I did a lot of movies, and it's just so many to name. <laughs> I I just lost that's count. I've been in. So. That's amazing. That, that's well. You know that you know we 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 do have this coming. You did that Dairy Queen commercial, and coincidentally, I've had several yeah. Dairy Queen blizzards in my lifetime. So I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Crystal. I didn't mean to jump on you. <laughs> no, and it's okay because the only way I can tie in this conversation is I live in a blizzard. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want a blizzard, but I, I'm not gonna have one. No. And <laughs> and you know, speaking speaking of the acting thing, um, you know, I write on the side. I just got done finishing up my. Um, movie right here that I just got done writing, and um, so yeah, so that's what I'm doing doing the um, quarantine here <laughs> is writing on my script to my movie. I was hoping I can do it this summer, but um, plans got canceled. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's that's amazing though. That's like you got all these these goals and you know all these things you kind of you know see. You probably had a lot of time, you know. When you were younger, you probably, you know, those injuries and stuff give you a lot of time to sit and daydream and stuff. And, you know, you got on the other side of that surgery, and, and now you're kind of just taking the bull by the horns and just doing as much as you can. That's awesome. It's really inspiring. And uh, I uh, I know that as an actor, the, you know, it's, it's it's hard work. You have to pay a lot of dues. You got to, you know, you know, get the payment. You got to do a lot of work. You know, you got to audition a lot. It can be a taxing, taxing business. Um, so you know, with your experiences of just, you know, dealing with all those physical challenges and health problems and stuff, you probably have a layer of thick skin on you that you could just, you know, go in there and, and 
take the criticism and go back there and keep being relentless until somebody gives you that dream job that you're going to stand up there and, and with an Academy Award one day, you get that kind of uh, bounce back to you from uh, being through so much of that. Yes, yes, and I want to thank you for that uh, very nice compliment. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess you can say that, you know, I got, you know, very much tough skin, you know. I never really thought about it like that, you know. I Well, I, I never really thought about it. And I guess until, like, I really talk about what I've been through, I guess, you know, people from the outside looking in, I guess they think everything is normal until you actually find out about somebody's backstory until you find out what they've been through and things. So, um, but, yeah, I guess you can say that. I, I never thought about it. So, yeah, that's, that's really true. Yeah, because I was crying and, and she already had, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was A-OK. I was on laughing gas. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> So you, 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 well, you know, as an actor too, like, you know, there's no actors that give great performances if their life was perfect. If everything was awesome all the time, yeah. you, you know, actors draw from those experiences and you've got so many experiences, the good, the bad, the painful to pull from. And uh, I think that's a, it's a really great quality for an actor. And if you've been through some stuff, there's ways to channel that into a positive emotion, take that pain and turn it outward. And that's, you know, what acting is. So you've got a, a lot to pull from. I think that's going to be awesome. And I know your mom's really into it too. And you guys are going to be this uh, tag team. Uh, you're standing up there, tag team award winners. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Right, right. And, you know, with stuff, you know, like just people in general, if you have something in your past, you know, that like a surgery or a death or something, you know, Later on down the line, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you know, face that. You're gonna have to turn it into a positive. It's not like you just can erase it from your memory. So, you know, the after the surgery, I just couldn't like, you know, like, oh, I hate that I got the surgery done, you know, stuff like that. Because a lot of people do that. You just have to turn it into a positive. You're just gonna have to talk about it because you don't know about the person sitting next to you or across from you because they probably got the same thing going on. They probably had the same thing, you know. So it's um. Yes. Yeah, it it will it will help others, you know, to know what you've been through. Even if you're my age or your age, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Nine hundred and ninety. All in between. All in between. Or 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 Chris's age in the middle, I guess. I guess he's in the middle. I don't yeah, know. In the middle. So <laughs> yeah. So, I go by the metro system over there. Right? I'm 23 <laughs> and holding. So, you know, it, oh. it, you know it, it really helps. It, it really helps people. So you, you never know who you're helping. Um, you know, it don't matter how old you are. It don't matter, you know, where you come from, how you look, how you talk. Because you never know who's no. helping. So, yeah. So talking about it, you know, I don't know who's listening. Uh, I know, I know, Jake Gordon said he was just saying when he said he stalks the um the radio. Show. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes, he does. So, <laughs> so you know, you know, you never know who you you helping, you know, until they reach out or 
some people is too scared of each other, but you never know who you're helping. So it's good to speak out about it instead of just keeping it in because you're going to have to let it out. You know, you can't, you can't keep everything in for long or you're going to explode. Well, <laughs> that's right. I mean, you know, and just by being brave enough to say, you know what, this is what I've gone through or this is what I need help with or whatever the case may be. I mean, that it shows your strength first and foremost. And, you know, that's you good. never know who you're helping. You never know who you're helping. That's so true. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. And Crystal. Yes. Crystal, you you I mean, you're dealing with your health problems too, and, and I know that we, really? we the thing is we we all have something, and, and there's so many people, especially when they're when they're in a tough place or in a bad place in their life or struggling or in pain, there is this uh, feeling that you feel like you're the only person in the world who's dealing with right. this, and everyone no one understands, but. We all have something of some sorts, and it may not be physical. It may be emotional, or it may be something else. There's, there's just everyone has something, and I think that we are sometimes guarded with our problems, and I think that kind of isolates other people and think that they're alone in their problems. So when you yeah. share your struggles and share your challenges, you open up to somebody and you let them know that they're not alone in their problems and they're not alone in their challenges. And I think that it's great to kind of share that as a community that – we're all human when we all have our thing. We all have our issues, and it's okay for you to have your issues and your problems and your health issues and pain, too. Yeah, you know yeah, what? That, the that power, too. Sorry, Shanti. The power is never in hiding what's going on. The power is ultimately if you're willing to step up to the plate and say, look it, I'm struggling I've fallen. I'm having a really hard time. It takes a lot of power to say to somebody, you know what? I'm really having a hard time. And a lot of people struggle with that. So, you know, I know that we all have Facebook pages and, you know, it's funny because we have, you know, God knows how many friends and everybody posts great things. But you know what? Life isn't always great. Yeah, yeah, and and it's crazy. Not, it, you know, also speaking of like the Facebook thing, you know, you meet so many different people that you never met before. A person like I never met you before, Crystal, ever. No. Nope. <laughs> and we probably passed by each other so many times to the summon and stuff here. Who sure came once? Twice. Twice. I don't know. I don't know how many times you came. <laughs> I probably passed right by by you, and even though you is, but since I know you now. You know, yeah. it's like I can recognize you. You know, and you meet so many, you meet so many nice people. You know, through the DDP yoga, you know, um, website and things like that, Facebook page and stuff. And it's like it's so crazy because it's like you can relate to them. You know, if you want to do like a weight loss journey or you having health issues, you know, whatever, you can relate to that person. And then when you meet them in person, it's like they even nicer. It <laughs> makes sense, but. Like, so I feel like I know you, even though I never met you. <laughs> and, yeah, and, well, and it's crazy with Mike. Yeah. I, I like Mike already. <laughs> <laughs> he is so funny. Wait till you get to like, know me. Like, <laughs> 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 I'll take you up for that offer. Well, I met Crystal in person, and she's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Even, well, I met her on oh, Facebook in person. I met her in person. Oh, my God. Yes. 
It's like meeting celebrities. Yes. She, no, he, no, she, no. Yes, 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 yes. You, yes, yes. <laughs> you is like, I mean, like every time I see you on Facebook, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's she talking about? So I always, I always say, um, I always make a joke and say she's Rod Stewart and uh, Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I always, I always joke with them, and say that that she related to them. Um, <laughs> somewhere, somehow, she related to them. I don't know how. Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah. First cousin. First cousin. Yeah. I didn't know Crystal Stewart was the daughter of Martha Stewart and Rod Stewart. I didn't even know Martha Stewart and Rod Stewart were together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and so, oh, inside. <laughs> Inside jokes there about that, Mike. My mom thought that they was, you thought they was what cousins or something? Yeah, yeah. I she thought Washington and Martha Stewart was cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Um, I don't know how because one oh. British and one American, but who knows? <laughs> who knows in right? the time? <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. We'll, we'll figure out a way. Oh, tell me about oh, bracelets. Oh, my bracelets. Yeah, so um, I make bracelets, and what I do is I donate the money to help the homeless or um, help, you know, sick children or whatever. And so, you know, um, I never keep the money because why will I if I can give it to someone that that is not fortunate enough to have, you know, the funds? So what I do is, like, um, somebody order a bracelet. Which basically is three dollars. Um, so somebody order a bracelet, or you just can donate. Um, what, what I do is, which, which I'm not doing right now since we quarantine, but um, <laughs> after we get done uh, with this quarantine, whenever that would happen, what I do is I just go out and buy you know little stuff like the homeless, like toothpaste or you know um, soap, shampoo, you know different things that they can use, hygiene and things, and then you know also donate to kids that sick, you know they have cancer or Sickle cell, or, you know, somebody else's whatever. So, wow, you know, that's, like that's incredible. Positive, you, you, you never know who you're helping, so it's so good to help others. Because it's not like I'm rich, but why would I sit here in a house? I have a roof over my head, I have clothes on my back, and I just can give to someone else that's not fortunate enough to have that, and I and I can have it. So, you know, I I well, think a lot of parents awesome. don't do that with their kids. So. This is like a generation type thing. I'm definitely going to pass it down to my kids. Hey, I didn't know there was a hey, yay. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's, in- uh, that's incredible. And that's a, that's a sign that, you know, you got you got a good family, you got a good mom and stuff. And, you know, when I was a kid, all I cared about was, was if I had $3, it would be buying a wrestling figure. So the, the fact you're thinking of somebody <laughs> else and, and all that stuff, that's pretty cool. Thank you, thank you, you know. That's awesome. And if someone wanted to, I'm sorry about that. I was uh, was saying if someone wanted to order one of your bracelets or something or want to give a a website or a plug or any kind of way that people can uh, check that stuff out. Um, you go on Facebook. They they message you. Yeah, they can message yeah, they, you for me. They can either message me or my mother. My name is not Shunting on Facebook. It should have been because I still got some friend requests out there and nobody accepted because they don't know who my real name is. But 
Um, you know, it'd be better if you probably just message my mom, which, you know, her name on Facebook is her real name, Elanisha Chandler, Elanisha. <laughs> and so um, you just can message her, um, and, you know, you can order a bracelet. You have to stay positive. You got the, um, what, DDPY warrior. Yeah, we just started doing like a. Um... And then you can also make your own bracelet. Like you want your name on there, you want a slogan, whatever, you, you know, you can pick colors. You know, whatever you want. So that's how you do it. And um, you can order how many bracelets you want. Um, no limit. Just don't order 100. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be up all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we, we, we can bring in Garrett and, uh, and and Dylan and all those guys to work, like, in a sweatshop labor and get them done for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's a great idea. So this half of my yeah. salary is half of zero too. So it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's about right. It's about what I'm worth. Um, uh, we 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 discuss that later on, okay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. I love it. And uh, you know, I, I hear your mom back there. It's so cool that you guys have the relationship where you guys are laughing and stuff. It's it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. So. Uh, Nietzsche, I know you've been doing your DPY classes and stuff. Um, uh, you know, is there anywhere that you're uh, teaching right now? I know the quarantine has kind of thrown everyone's game off, but, but when we're done with all of this, are you going to be back to teaching some classes? Well, yeah, right now, of course, the PC is closed, which I'm happy and sad at the same time. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm happy that, you know, uh, we're keeping everyone safe. But I'm sad because I missed my classes. But um, I've been doing I'm, – I'm starting to do some online classes. I've only been doing them twice a month because there's so many other instructors that's out there that's doing their classes. And I don't want to stumble on anyone else's classes because I'm on the app so they can – you know, anybody can click on me at any time. Um, so I try to look and see what other instructors are teaching and then if I go on and I don't see anyone that's teaching at a particular time, I try to kind of pick that. Um, but I do miss being at the PC. So I um, that's, that's where I am now, just missing the PC, missing my classes at the PC. Well, I know this has been so difficult for a lot of people, but... No, I was saying... It was. It's great that uh, you know DDP really looked out for everybody. You know he he's planning to still shut things down, and I think he's currently barricaded in the house uh, against the war on germs. I see him armed with a uh, a spray bottle of disinfectant at all times, and some sponges and <laughs> and scrubs. And I think I, I think Jake Roberts sneezes and he comes up with a squeegee and you know wipes him down <laughs> afterwards. But uh, no, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love how he's keeping 
keeping us safe from the, you know, uh, by closing the PC until, you know, things clear up. I, I think that's an amazing idea um, just to keep everybody safe. So I'm totally with him on that. Um, you know, safety first. Most gyms, some gyms already opened back up, like, as soon as the state opens. And honestly, I kind of thought that, you know, it's going to start a second wave, you know, opening up certain things. But uh, Dallas is a smart guy, so yeah. it worked out, yeah. <laughs> That's of, their favorite. Yeah, speaking of Dallas, not not to get sidetracked to, but it was so funny because I got his, you know, when they came out with his DVD, it was so funny because everybody knew me as Shanti. That's my nickname. That name my real name. My people think it's my real name. But my real name is Shantiana. Um, I hope the government not not listening in. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, um, so my real name is Shantiana, which Dallas, of course, wrote me as Shanti. So I had wanted him to sign the DVD. So he was about to put Shanti in. I said, no, my name is not Shanti. He said, it's a Shanti, right? I said, yeah. And I'm like, finger, Shanti. I said, yeah, but no. He said, yeah, but no. I said, I said, you, you got the first three letters, right? You, you got the A and S and the H, right? I said, so you got to put the A, S, H, U, N, T, Y, O, N, A. He said, huh? <laughs> I said, he said, said whose name is this? I said, that's my illegal name. That's, that's also my birth certificate. He said, how you say this? I said, that's a Shantiana. He said, I want to sit calling you Shanti. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay, Jake don't recall me, Chauncey. He don't call me, he, he called me midget. He, no, he called me midget of a midget. Midget of a midget. Midget of a midget. Midget of a midget. Of a midget. <laughs> of a midget. Uh, but that means I'm a Well, midget. to be fair. So now, you know, if you ever hear midget of a midget, that he's talking to me. So, um, so we are, well, to be fair, next to him, public, everyone's a midget. True. Right. right. So, you know. So, you know, if you ever in public and you with Jake and I come in or we go to your store somewhere and you hear midget of a midget being called, you know, that's me. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad for that lovely music down. Oh, yes, when I was younger, um, back in Arkansas, this will be from, um, Cedar, Arkansas. Um, <laughs> um, when I was like, what, four, maybe three or four, I used to mock, mock Dallas in the mirror. You know, that was before. I went to school and stuff, you know, before I started going to school. I, and I used to say, it's me, it's me, it's Shanti, you know. Because it goes with me, you know, like, I, say something. I didn't say it was me and me and Shanti. I don't know, that, that just didn't go. It was too long, so I had to shorten it out. So, um, oh. <laughs> so I, I love things that, work that's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, like you said, because it's so funny how it worked out. Because I never in my wildest dreams imagined to meet so many people, um, Celebrities too, you know, especially not Dallas and Jake and Scott and you know um, my mom's favorite guy Kevin Nash. He Kevin Nash. He wasn't a yeah. fantasy for me. He he, he wasn't a fantasy for me and me. But um, anyway, um, <laughs> you know it's it's so. Kevin is the best. <laughs> Yay! Um, <laughs> but you know, I you know I never imagined someone from Arkansas. And I'm not downsizing Arkansas, sort of. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I never thought someone from Arkansas would be able to meet them because they say in you know, California and Florida and Georgia and all these places, 
so when we moved here, we moved to Georgia, it was like, it's kind of like a dream come true because I just never imagined uh, meeting them. And it's like now, it's like they know me. It's like it's like a personal thing, like a post relationship. It's not like, you know, just, you know, some other chick or whatever. So it's it's so fun, you know, knowing them and knowing them personally and stuff like that. And so it's it's fun. I, I Dallas is my um he's uh, he he listens to me and oh, him and, and Scott and Jake they, they listen to me. They just so. let you say anything. Yeah, I get away with stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that that's awesome. She says that, and it's like she yeah. has this list. Before we, well, she had a list of wrestlers because she loved, she always loved wrestlers. Um, like she said, even when she was three or four, she would watch it with my my mom and my uncles and everything. And um, I have a bunch of uncles. She had a list of of wrestlers that she wanted to meet, and she told me one day she said she never imagined that she would ever meet any of them, um, because of the small town we lived in. And so when we moved here to Georgia, it was really weird how, well, I wouldn't say weird, but it was so amazing how, like. It's really crazy. Yeah. I mean, I end up, she ended up meeting Dallas, which is someone she used to mimic in the mirror as a four-year-old. And now <laughs> I, I actually work for him. So it's so wild. And I used to watch him as a kid, but I never then would think, oh, my God, if later in my life when I'm in. 21, I will be working for. <laughs> I don't know how that was out because you're so in, in college. But, you know, no one Okay, that. but don't tell anybody <laughs> that part. But I'm sorry. it's so weird how we're here and some of the people that's on her list because she had like 24 on her list. Yeah. And it's only two people left, which is Kevin Von Derrick and Stephanie McMahon. Those are the only two that's left, but she's met everyone else yeah. and knows some of them on a personal level. It's so. Crazy. Yeah. And, you know, like, not not even, you know, wrestling alone, but, you know, acting-wise, because I met, I met, I met, um, Jiraj P, which my grandmother called her Jiraj, I don't know why. <laughs> um, but I met her, she, was, she is so funny, you know, she is, she's, yeah, like, she's so all go out. Yeah, she is so funny. It's so funny because we was doing hair figures, and we was doing the church scene, and uh, y'all should go back and watch that so y'all can see me in there. Um, just, just oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, <laughs> so we was doing a church scene, and in between takes, she kept coughing. And she was like, can somebody give me some water? I need some water. I'm dying over here. <laughs> and then, and she was like, it's hot. It's hot. Turn on the air. And she turned around. She said, it's all hot because I'm hot. And she was just so funny. And oh, it's just oh. hilarious. And, um, you know, I was on Half a Leonard. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go back and watch it. I was on the last season. I think that was season three. I was dead. They yeah. They they killed me off. Um. But before I even got a chance, I I died in a in a in a fire. Um. I I was killed. What show was this? I came back. To go. Uh. That was Happy Leonard. It's on next. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was on season oh, wow. three. And uh. So yeah. I it was you know I was like on different episodes. So I think I was like. Like on, three episodes. Yeah, I was on three episodes, so you just have to go in there and find me. But um, I died, so. <laughs> but then it was so funny because they they had um. And so they they were so funny because they had we booked me for another shoot, but that was in like 
like, present time. Yeah, it was some present time, which the show takes place in the 90s. But I had died in the 50s. So they didn't know that I was already dead until they got on camera. They was like, you already died. Like, how can you be, you know, a ghost? <laughs> you know, and so they had to take me out of the shoot, but I still got paid, so I didn't care. I was fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't have to work. They missed you and your brother. Well, they, they yeah, brought they, you to the set because your brother was in the present time. Yes. And so the guy was like, well, we still, we still need it for the numbers. So he was like, just come for the rest five days. And we got paid like, what, $120? Yeah. A day. And she didn't do anything. $120 for, the, for five days. And, you know, it was cold, though, because it was like it was a winter. But um, $120 yeah. a day to just sit there because <laughs> yeah. she didn't have to go on set. Because when they got us on set, we were super late. It was like, what, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And the director was like, oh, my God, we already had you on the shoot. And she was like, don't worry about it. Let's go back to Holden. So I just went back to Holden, and I got paid for the rest for the five days. So um, that's that was the best gig ever. That's crazy. Yeah, so you made about, what, 700 and something dollars mm-hmm. just to sit there because you were even cold. I, supposed to be there. But it was still cold, so I, I still kind of suffered a little bit. It was still cold out there. <laughs> but sometimes that oh. fun, and sometimes that seems to be like, oh, my God, when is this going to end? <laughs> well, that's 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 crazy. Oh, now to be honest with you, uh, you know that movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that new one that Quentin Tarantino. I was actually cast in the Brad Pitt role originally, but me and Quentin had a big falling <laughs> out, and they brought in Brad Pitt instead. So they downgraded, but I, he was a little bit easier to work for. I demanded too much money and. They didn't want to you know, really show Leo how differently he, you know, I didn't want to overshadow Leo in the looks department, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 can I have a cappuccino, please? <laughs> <laughs> they, why haven't they ever made a Leonardo di Cappuccino? Like that's like should be a brand already out there. Like, yeah, it's the yeah, best for sure. that, celebrity that, endorsement. This is like a coffee brand or something. You guys yeah, come exactly. up with the most. Yeah, you know how to make money, don't you? Yep. Yeah, hey, we need to. <laughs> we need to make money. Got a hustle. Got a hustle around here. Yes, we we, we, we gotta find a way. If there, if there's a real well, way. <laughs> we are we are almost out of time here. We got a few more minutes left, and and before we go, I want to thank you guys for coming on. This was a lot of fun, and I want to you know once again plug those bracelets. Of course, those are awesome. If you guys get a chance, uh, hit up Nitra and, and and look into getting some of those bracelets because uh, it's an awesome cause, and to have uh, you know people doing that, it's, you know all that work for uh, for you know the good of the uh, community and the people in need. That's amazing, and. Uh, definitely check out uh, Shanti's um, all her stuff on Netflix right now, and 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 all those movies that she talked about and films, and then be on the lookout too because there's going to be a bunch more. And of course, Nietzsche. Of course, you've done a bunch of stuff too. And if you haven't listened to Nietzsche's uh, episode, uh, head back in the archives, and, and she was on a, about a year ago, probably. It was a lot of fun, great episode there too as well. Um, so this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for coming on, and, and you'll have to promise us to come back when you. Uh, when you win the Academy Award for uh, 
whatever movie you're going to be in in the future that's going to win the Academy Award. Yes, for sure. I would have to say in my speech when we win it, I have to say Mike predicted it. Um, <laughs> I hate to have, I hate to think that we, you know, lost so much time because that's so much fun. Um, we need to oh, do this yeah, again. On, on this yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to do this again for sure. I, I have so much. I have so much fun. Like, you know, we have so much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so much want to talk about, uh, but um, yeah, I have so much fun. You know. Right. Absolutely. Well, we so will definitely save it for uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, we will. Uh, Crystal, you we got um a whole month of uh of, of some kids lined up for for the show, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, it was the whole idea that, you know, kids are kind of the one that everybody's not talking about. And they deserve to be celebrated as much as everybody else. So, yeah, we'll they're listening. trying to push we'll me we'll out. We'll be listening. They're trying to push me out. Yeah. yeah. 997 years ago, I was a kid. That's, <laughs> that's right. Nobody cares oh. about that was like. That's back in the biblical days. He was about when Jesus was. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. I, I, I don't. I don't recommend. I don't recommend the flood cruise. It was. It was. I was a lot of. Oh my goodness. You know, he was part of the BC before Christ. Yeah, you know, Mike's been around through the Titanic and oh yeah, through um, you know all this stuff. He's a warrior. He's a survivor. Yes, he's been through World War One, Two, Three, Four, Five. I was a survivor. I actually wrote, I wrote that song when I was in Destiny's Child too, the Survivor song. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh. But we will this be missing all the uh, shows uh, this month for the kiddos. Yes, yes. Yeah. Nothing like kids. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, I'm excited and this. I appreciate it. Well, actually, yes. honest, uh, since I've been stuck in the house, I have been going back listening to just different um, radio spots here because Crystal know I text her in a minute and say, how I get back to the radio station? And I have yep. to go back on she had to tell me every 30 minutes how to get back to another one so I can try to. <laughs> but I go back and listen. I do. I go back and listen. And everybody has an amazing story. And it's so, um, so amazing. Yeah, it's so inspiring. And everybody, it's something there for everybody. I mean, like Shanti said earlier, you have weight loss. You have people that have, you know, different, um, just, just different, you know, things, health health issues and things like that, that you could just go back and everybody's story, you could catch something from in everybody's story. Right. Um, yep, true. You know, so I think it's amazing. I even, I think the last one I listened to was King's. I, I went back to listen to King's, King's story, yeah. King, King, King was killed King of the squat. King killed me, and I took his class. I never took King's class before, and the first one I took is the sumo one. I I don't like King no more. So. <laughs> I said I, 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 I don't like you. I said I said I don't like you. I don't like Bridget and the and the babies. That's it. She said she yeah she 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 put King out because it's like Bridget and the babies now. Because I was like I was like don't kill me in your class. She said what are we doing sumo. So I'm like I thought we were gonna do like a couple of sumo stuff because I never seen him work out before. 
when I got in that class, about five minutes in, I had wanted to be some. Uh, I wanted to jump on the stage. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was like, I don't like you. <laughs> and it was so funny because Ted, Ted Evans, who don't know Ted, um, you know Ted, Ted is up there. You might y'all y'all, y'all learn the races and yeah. Age. Um, <laughs> but Ted, uh, I love Ted. Ted is so funny. Um, uh, I was uh, Ted was like he's uh, he's coming behind me, and. And me and Ted, we was like, we was like, I told Ted, I said, I'm, I'm going to kill him when we get done. He said, me too. I said, he said, I'm, I'm going to get up from behind, okay? I said, okay, we, okay. I get up from the front, you get up from behind. So, <laughs> so I was like, and he killed me with, with, with some sumo squats. I, I don't know why I did this. It was so stupid. Because what, what the place, it, was, it was supposed to be a burn, so he claimed. I thought it was a beginner class. That was a burn It was class. a burn, though he claimed, in quotation marks. Um, and then me being stupid, I took this woman's class, swearing to swearing right after it. When I tell you the next morning, I did not want to get out of bed. I was like, I'm hurt. My leg was killing me. I couldn't feel my legs. It was like I was paralyzed or something. Well, you stood up the next day from surgery, but you won't get out of bed after uh, King's class? That's (laughs) nothing. Oh, I know. That's like so crazy. I can walk after surgery, but I can't survive two more squats. Sumo squats, and then you're going to do a sweat this way. And then the thing is, this is what her and Michael, a guy named Michael, he takes my class all the time. He, he's, he's one of my, Both uh, of us did one of back my favorites. We did the best and, to back. Yeah, so when I come in, they say, no squats. no squats. And I go like, what? I had squats planned. And then when I when we got home, I showed her the squats we did. And I guess she didn't believe me. So when they posted it on the um, yoga page, you know, oh, on, 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 the app, on the app, of King's workout with the, the sumo workout, she was like, "Oh no, one of y'all didn't want to do squats." I said, "You thought we was lying? That makes you King is good though. Oh. He's he's a uh, he's he's a really good uh, soul. He's my heart never went down in his class. I was like in the red the entire time, which everybody was. <laughs> he, he's a really good soul. He's a he's a great instructor and. Yes,
And she put on there, you know, Mike and I want to know how old you are. And I told him, I said, who's Mike? And she said, oh, you know, she she told me who he was. And I was like, I don't think, you know, I don't think I know him. And so, you know, now, even though we only been on the phone for like an hour, it's like I know you forever. And so, you know, it's super great. And, you know, I just want to say thank you for having me. And, and time went by super fast. The time go by fast when you have a fun. You know, like the song. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, I would definitely be here for part two and three and four and five and six and all that stuff. Oh, she's trying to live to be as old as you, Mike. Yep. See, I'm trying to be like 2,000, you know. I'm trying to be like 2,000 years old, you know, at least, at least. Uh, well, I, my my retirement doesn't kick in until I reach 2,074, so we got some time to go. Oh, God. Some time to have some more shows. Mike, we'll have some fun. Mike, I need to know your secret silence to know how long, <laughs> you know, how, how you live this song. I, I need to know your secret. What kind okay? of soap do you use? <laughs> what water do you drink? Do you drink fountain water or? <laughs> I need I'll, to know I'll, your I'll secret. I'll tell you the secret. I'll tell you the secret. No kids and not married until last year. <laughs> what? <laughs> you waited all those years to get married? <laughs> exactly right. I had to find the right woman. <laughs> the the the, the, the six hundred the six hundred BCs were a tough time to date. So it's uh... a. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you caveman years. He probably met so many women out of all those years. I mean, he outlived all of them. Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't be started on Queen Elizabeth the first. So. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the